This is KSKQ 89.5 FM Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ Translator K231CW 94.1 FM Medford, Oregon. Also streaming at www.kskq.org. And you're listening to Dream Infringement. Dream infringement. Oh yeah, I yeah some. <laughs> Dream infringement. <laughs> it's a super <laughs> squad of four friends. <laughs> Adara. There you go. There you go. That's it. That's it. Bobby, Chico de Gallo, Castillo, Jennifer, the scheduler, Woodside, and Emily, the four-eyed evader, Castillo. We enjoy telling stories and playing songs based on a weekly theme. Yeah, but this week we thought we'd do something a little different. We were going to do like a whose line is it anyways, but for your ears, we have a box full of props. But before we get to your scheduled programming, a message from Dream Infringement. Listen up, I'm gonna tell you what happened this week In a private conversation between you and you and you and me From dream infringement to you I was just kidding about that whose line is it anyways thing. Is your mic working? Is it? Yeah. Wow. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's that's good. We all no. have our own microphones. We do. For the first time ever, all four of us have our very own microphone. It's amazing. It sounds like 100% better. Our, <laughs> already our show has improved. We can be microphone hogs now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just get right up in there. That's a good And now m- it doesn't matter who has a cold, because sometimes you'd be that's like, right. you're a quarantined microphone. <laughs> so find yourself over there. Oh, that's not true. Not sharing yeah. with you. Except for the next person who comes in after. Sucks to be that. It's all right. They don't know. They're <laughs> antimicrobial microphone covers, <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I wonder if they make those. They should. They really should if they don't. That reminds me of a thing that I read. That I don't think I shared with you guys, but mm-hmm. maybe it'll be my thing. Uh, I'd have to do research. I'll save it for Never next mind. week. Never mind. We don't want to be the spreaders of false news when it comes That's to right. the spread of germs and bacteria. That is correct. We take that very seriously. We do indeed. Um, I don't mind spreading germs. <laughs> what <laughs> if they're spread to you? Um, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember at one point... I'm not sure which one of you, Bobby or Emily, said it, but one of you told me that you would like everyone who was going to touch your baby to bathe in hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I felt that way about Weston. Yeah. The second one, you're kind of like, Like, eh, uh... just rub your hands vigorously on your (laughs) jeans. That'll work. (laughs) (laughs) It's been scientifically proven, not actually scientifically proven. That rubbing your hands on your jeans removes seventy five percent of germs. It you know it heats up and the yeah. friction oh, it just kills yeah. all those and kills heat, them out. Yeah, and heat kills germs. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you're your own autoclave. Just read it. Yeah, that's right. You're you, wearing it. You heard it from us first. <laughs> Don't wash your hands anymore. Just rub them on your jeans. 
Yeah. Or carry some denim in your back oh, pocket. Oh no, we are spreading false news about <laughs> germs. Anyway, <laughs> after we said we wouldn't, <laughs> we're liars we and help fakers. <laughs> okay, so the direct message, uh, the question that I ha- ha- posed to the group oh, this week um, that we haven't come to a satisfactory answer for. I think I think my answer made sense. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you, the audience, decide. Um, if you have the magical ability to stop time, do you keep aging or does your aging process stop as as well? Because I, I made a joke at work that if I could magically stop time, I assume that I would keep aging and I would be like 20 years older than everybody else um, because I would keep taking naps and it would add up. <laughs> And <laughs> other people felt that, no, you don't age. Like, time is stopped for you also. Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, I'd take it. <laughs> you just look old and weathered <laughs> for it's 21. Fine. Yeah. I don't need to look good. I'm going to be a nurse. <laughs> You'll just be well rested. <laughs> I may look old, but I'm really wide awake. Yeah. I I was thinking about all the stuff I would do, but it would all be, like, criminal things. <laughs> I was like, I can't think of how, how I would use this power for good. I would just be reading for nursing school. Aww. Or, like, when my patients coded, get there super fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd Never be, cool. be late to work again. Whoa, that would be cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I still can't think of any, like altruistic ways that I would use it. Stop time just before someone hits the ground. And then look at them. (laughs) I'm glad you're being a nurse. (laughs) (laughs) Would you cushion them in some way? Um, I feel like if you adjusted their position so they were just standing, they'd be fine. But confused (laughs) and disoriented. Mm -hmm. They're like, wait, I was just about to fall. And then not prevent friends from saying dumb things you don't have enough time how would you stop stop time enough for like what's going on in this the studio (laughs) would you what would you do to prevent them from saying something dumb so if i see that you're about to say something dumb (gasps) your mouth is open okay so time is stopped so you can't make that sound anymore (laughs) oh don't do that Bobby. no (laughs) that's how i talk it is not in slow motion you you look like in sea world and they're like shamu (laughs) hey kids pet his tongue (laughs) like Uh, it it kind of reminded me of that there are some words we wanted to feed you raw fish (laughs) (laughs) there are some words where the face makes that shape when it's there the, aren't when it's though, saying those things ex- nope asphyxiation perhaps mm-hmm. asphyxiation my my tongue stuck out twice it for did that not word. yeah Mm-mm. so what would you do um to prevent so me from saying asphyxiation i freeze you in time right and then i just drag you away from the conversation so that when time pops back up <laughs> you've just disappeared <laughs> you're like in the corner <laughs> Oh, stage magic. And that's how the sausage is made. Wait, where did everybody go? <laughs> oh, you could do, like, um, you could be a magician and get Such people's money. <laughs> and then it wouldn't really be, like, so a So you bad don't have way. to do any Basically, tricks. Basically, all I want is money. The only thing I want out of this <laughs> power is money. So mm. bank robbery, just normal robbery. <laughs> Ooh, you know what you could <laughs> do? Tricking people into giving you money. You can rob from the bank robbers. 
Like as oh, they're so they take the fall. Uh, oh. Robin Hood. <laughs> that sounds great. Well, I but mean, I'm I not wouldn't gonna give it to anyone. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. Keep it. <laughs> and then they would be like imprisoned, but also very like resentful and like the world's not fair. Right. I stole that money. Someone yeah. stole it from me. Or if like you're having a smoothie made and it costs more to put turmeric in it, you could freeze time, then take the turmeric. Open the blender, sprinkle it into the smoothie, close it, put the turmeric back. I'm stealing your healthful <laughs> herbs. <laughs> and you don't have to. You could just you buy your own turmeric and bring it yeah, with you, you to the smoothie place. Yeah, you just have like a, a salt shaker of turmeric. No, th- in this way, I don't have to pay for turmeric. Oh, That's ever. the whole point of it. Uh. I mean, you could just steal a bunch of stuff from the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> and make your own smoothie. <laughs> Or wait for someone else to order a smoothie with turmeric <laughs> in it true. and take yeah. theirs. There we go. There. I'm just sitting in the smoothie. Waiting for someone to place Please. the right order. <laughs> you, my friend, are going to lose a smoothie because <laughs> I'm going to steal it. That's but great. if you take it away while they're making it, they'll just make it again. Free smoothie hack. <gasps> oh, and we all know that the world's not going to run out of smoothie ingredients. No. No. <laughs> Oh, it's Ashland. It can't happen in Ashland. There might be a smoothie drought, like, uh, like in Detroit or something, but not Ashland. Oh yeah, no. yeah. All right. So next up on the the roll call of oh yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I lost Where my. Did I go. I did too. <laughs> Who is the next? Back. Come back. I think it's Bobby. Bobby. So Space Jam, they're gonna make a second one. Wait, didn't you do that oh, last? That's right. He did. Sorry, I'm just really He's excited. Just so excited. <laughs> I can't stop talking about it. Um, uh, yeah, there was. This one is so gross, and it made me laugh so hard that I feel it needs to see the light of day again. I said and, something gross. And that's that. Jennifer brought up the subject that you can't if oh. it's a kind of a debunk. If you believed this, she's setting the record straight. She set the record straight for all of us. That you can't give someone pink eye by farting on their pillow. I'm yeah. sorry, I said the F word. <laughs> I, I know you all, you may be squirming in your seats at the word fart. I'm going to say it more as I talk about this. So just, you know, brace yourselves. But um, yeah, so anyone who's trying to like get revenge, if that is your jam and you think this is the best way just farting on the pillows of everyone i hate yeah i mean it might do something more for their subcon like for their mental health if they just had the knowledge yeah if if you left a note or or told them like two months later every night before you go to bed i have been farting on your pillow i I just want you to know that even if it's not going to produce pink eye a sort of stink would build, right? I don't know. I don't know how, like, the the fart scent molecules, yeah. like, how they permeate. This like is how... assuming that you're not having anything between skin and pillow. Skin on pillow. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Something more to research, I guess. But the fact of the matter is, is they cannot get pink eye. So if you suspect a loved one or an enemy who lives in your home who can get close enough to you, to your pillow, to do something so disgusting, if you suspect that there, you have nothing to worry about physically. Maybe you find a new roommate if, yeah. that, if you suspect. If you or fi- change your locks. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need that kind of kind of negativity in your life. Yeah, that definitely would add to your or if you're if you believe in auras, farts can't be good for them, right? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I mean, it, well, technically, it's much healthier to just release. Release the Kraken. No, that's what let I've it heard. go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. good for you. Like, you don't want to hold that kind of stuff in. Yeah. But you just where you deposit the, the yeah. smell load. That's is, true. Is a story. <laughs> don't use it for evil against no. other people. Oh, yeah. No, never use farts for evil. Only for good. Mm-hmm. Only for good. Or for neutral. No, neutral. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Be neutral. I think um, most of my farts are neutral. I learned a really fun <laughs> fart fact. Which is, you know, there's like the, the loud ones and then there's the silent but deadlies. Mm-hmm. And the I'm silent familiar. but deadlies smell worse because they are a more concentrated smell. Uh-huh. When it's like a, a big rush of air, it's like diluted. So it's not as terrible. Uh-huh. So you want to really aim for one of those like nice, airy, yeah, farts. So the, the, the audible ones are you saying you're one, yeah. you want to aim Less for? Less smell. You'd be like, you heard it, but you didn't smell it and you're welcome. Yeah. Wow. This is I've learned so much. Thank you, Jennifer, for enlightening all of us. I also recently read that if you hold them in all of that like whatever type of gas that, that is, bad energy. <laughs> kind of. Like it has to come out. Oh. And it will come out like I mean I don't think it has the smell, but like the whatever makes up the gas, like Well, air's gotta escape. Yeah. I mean it right? doesn't just like go away. <laughs> You're like it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you have bad breath. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for your uh spreadsheet, Jennifer. Oh, you're because welcome. I used it because I forgot what I said. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I did this week was I started to type in sayings that I don't like and then let my predictive text like fill in the rest Mm -hmm. and so motivational sayings just Mm -hmm. like yeah I guess are they motivated yeah I guess they're motivational supposed to be I just detest them so much I can't it does the opposite for me okay so the one that I don't like is oh darling let's be adventurers and I see it everywhere so for like I'm sorry if you like that I just don't I I'm picturing a couple that already spend a lot of time outdoors and they love each other. Yeah. But the outdoors, that's like their, that's their shared love. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of like reconfirming the thing that they care for. Okay. Which is nature. All right. Well, anyway, so my predictive text, I typed in, oh, darling, and it said, let's go see the doctor. <laughs> oh, darling. Let's go see the doctor. It's more, I think for some people who hate going to the doctor, is more of an adventure than That's like hiking true. into the Ooh, The ultimate adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know what they're going to find. Yeah. The unexplored territory. Your intestines or whatever <laughs> yeah. might be ailing you. That's true. Um, so the other one I found, I did was the one that's like, what if I fall? And then the rest of it is like, oh my, I think it's darling again. Oh my darling. What if you fly? <laughs> what if I fall? Oh my darling. What if you fly? Something. Yeah. Oh my dear. Oh my somebody. Yeah. Um. So my thing came up with, what if I fall? Oh my goodness. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
more so realistic much better. outcome. <laughs> so anyway. Can I get that as a poster? <laughs> <laughs> so touching. So that's all I got. All right. That was funny. Well, for my thing, I chose something that I think we talked about this week, which is that LaCroix is facing a lawsuit. Oh. Which is pretty tragic for me at least um or at least concerning because i drink a lot of lacroix likewise yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. someone said it tastes like static and it does like oh if, if delicious had, delicious like, static oh i forgot the the thing synesthesis oh synest- mm-hmm. uh, where you your senses get mixed up and mm-hmm. it does kind of taste like static but like slightly uh, fruit flavored static. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, the lawsuit is alleging that LaCroix, even though it says 100% natural, uses synthetic ingredients. Mm. What? That's yeah. amazing. But also, the FDA doesn't actually have any rules about <laughs> what you can put the word natural on. Like, no rules. You can put natural on anything. It's natural synthetics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They occurred in nature, <laughs> still. <laughs> helped along. Yeah. Mutated um, a little. And this has kind of been blown out of proportion in the media. But They've one been of wanting to take it down. Or are we still talking about LaCroix in the yeah. media? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that they've said is that um, one of the flavorings, lemonin, is apparently also an ingredient in a cockroach insecticide. Mm-hmm. And so that turned into LaCroix is using cockroach insecticide to flavor their waters. Um, so rumors get started. Which lemonin is used in some pesticides. Um, and they do have other applications that aren't at all related to food. But they at this point don't have any evidence that they this particular chemical has any danger to humans so we're probably fine we can keep drinking LaCroix if we want to cool mm-hmm. or not if we don't haters gonna hate and possibly sue you yep yeah well I like LaCroix <laughs> I've never heard of it I'll never stop drinking it I don't care what they. Even if it makes my teeth soft. Children's pictures on there. Oh. (laughs) Don't worry about that. Huh? Why? There's a computer behind Bobby, and I think it connected to your phone. Wait. That could have been scary. Anyway, it just like brought up all these pictures of his family. <laughs> like someone stalking him or something. The you know, computer. it was very weird, weird and uh, uncomfortable. It's very strange. You never know with technology what it's I mean, do. they're definitely listening to us, right? <laughs> That's they're the, always the listening. point. Right. Big brother <laughs> is watching and listening to your podcast because he likes it. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that big Aww. brother. <laughs> he acts like he doesn't care, but he does. Of course. And so... Oh, I made you do lots of things, Adara. I put your name in so many times. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Oh, it's my name. Yeah. (laughs) Again. 
Hey guys, we're at that part of the show where I tell you again that you're listening to Dream Infringement on KFKQ 89.5 FM in Ashland, Oregon and 94.1 FM in Medford, Oregon. This week's theme is... Did we name it? Uh, Emily kind of did. Disappointing movies? Alright, yeah. Disappointing movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Film flops. There were two songs I threw in the mix, but I think... I haven't heard either of them, so pick one that will, is least likely to give me a headache, because I'm on the verge. Uh, also, remember oh, this I'm is radio. Elton John. Pick the one with the least expletives. <laughs> okay, I will. Between an Elton John song and a Paul <laughs> Simon song? You're walking on. You're walking in a field of of landmines when it comes to that. So, I think I, or I don't think I. I also have a headache. headache. Mm-hmm. What kind of headache are you about to have? Um, I think mine's attention headache centered right over like my the temple on the the right uh, side of my head. Mm, gnarly. How about yourself? Flu shot headache. Oh. And fever. And oh, arm no. pain. Oh. Oh, my flu shot was totally uneventful. Mm. Unless I pressed on it really hard, <laughs> but then that probably would I have think, hurt. Anyway. Yeah, that just kind of hurts everywhere, right? Yeah, but like the lady that gave us the flu shot, um, she was she had like a lot of finesse. Like she had really like logicked out how to like you know like how to hold your like arm muscle and how to do this and that and like it was it was very nice like that someone put a lot of thought into it. Hmm. I think if you have needles, you should. Well, it was an incredibly small gauge needle too, so that that's helpful because, like, you can't really feel those as as much as yeah. others. Even so, I appreciate mm-hmm. a needle wielder that has finesse. Mm-hmm. She let's just say she knew her way around a needle. She did. I had a terrible tetanus shot once. Like, it they're was, always terrible. Are they always? They hurt for a really long okay. time. Okay, mm-hmm. because my arm swelled up like like a uh, baseball sized, and <laughs> just was like. <laughs> Miserable. I know I had to really think about my sports <laughs> sports ball. Let's see, not basketball. <laughs> no. not Too that big. <laughs> that big. I, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it swells and it, it hurts. And you're Did like, she like to, or he? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't I'm remember. It, you. you know how you're supposed to get them every like decade or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't recall when I last got mine. Oh, well, the woman who gave me the shot last time, like, squeezed my arm up super tight and then jabbed me. So mm-hmm. you're supposed to do the tetanus shot? Um, Jenner, well, I don't think they're supposed to be given sub-Q. I thought they were. I've always, they've always been shot. Oh, um, so I'm pretty sure they're intramuscular. So wouldn't that be why she, like, bunched up the muscle? Um, with intramuscular, you normally don't give it when you're squeezing. Mm-hmm. Squeezing is more for giving things mm-hmm. in adipose tissue. Um, so the technique for intramuscular that we're trained on is to squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And then while you're letting go of the third squeeze, Mm -hmm. you stab. And then that like tactile sensation distracts from the fact that we're poking you. Nice. I would have appreciated like, like there was also no communication. It was just very like clinical. Like, you're done. And I was like, it's terrible. Anyway. Well, that was our segment called needles and squeezels. (laughs) Now that I'm in nursing school, we can do one of these every week. We can. We have a bizarre like of like me- medical knowledge and such. 
Ooh, I have some amputation photos that would gross Bobby out. Yeah, it's I'm all already about grossed out. just making, yeah, grossing Bobby out. Like in my, where I work, I also see some photographic depictions of things that are pretty inter- interestingly grotesque. So yeah. <laughs> I just have to find mine on my own. <laughs> but if I like find something on the internet, I will send it to Adara. Like, like this is so disgusting. You have to see what they did. Because, I mean, she is one of the few people that will appreciate it. Like, if it's really bad, we, I bypass Bobby altogether. <laughs> they have their own conversation. <laughs> okay. Shall we play the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's Elton John. I've seen that movie, too. Hello, all. You're listening to Dream Infringement, and our theme is about movies that disappointed us. And when you're disappointed by a movie, like, the sense of betrayal is is real. And there's so many, like, film critics and so many other people airing their opinion that you don't always have, like, some place to go to be like, this movie was terrible and feel like you were heard. So (laughs) I have two movies. Please hear me out. (laughs) And there's a little bit of spoilers um, involved, but they've been out long enough where most people, I think, will have, they know what's what. So movie number one, I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy when it first came out. It was a mainstream movie that I actually liked. It was funny. I'm a big Chris Pratt fan. It played up 80s nostalgia. Visually, it had good world building. So I was sold. And I was really scared uh, when number two was due to come out because I really felt like it could make it or break it. Like, could they capture that same energy and that same magic? And I can me, see I can see you no. sitting up in a cold sweat like, mm-hmm. oh, no, <laughs> I just <laughs> hope it's as good as the first one. <laughs> yeah. OK, so the second one, like the plot kind of has to do with uh the lead guy finding his father. Here's where the spoilers. His dad is like this kind of crazy demigod thing. Played by Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah. And it just gets like so overcomplicated and messy. Okay. They kind of start off on the wrong foot. Um, it, His dad is basically like killed thousands of his own infant children for not fulfilling a genetic goal that he's after. And it's like so repulsive. It kind of makes your stomach turn and it, really affects your ability to enjoy the rest of the movie. Um, Like they took it way too far to be like, he's really bad. No, he's really a bad guy. Um, Like rampant infanticide isn't usually a plot twist in movies I'm watching. Like I did not sign up for that. Um, The dad alien thing. He has like these weird blue energy tentacles that he's always like impaling his son with and like swinging him around and bashing him against stuff. And the alien dad thing gets like bigger and weirder more bloated until he's like a giant planet face and it's like guys i mean i get that you can do like computer graphics for everything but this is ridiculous like focus on the plot less on this like a visually chaotic mess hey if holly could <laughs> hollywood and am i did. right and they should not have like someone needed to like hold hold it back so that's that's my beef with guardians of the galaxy 2 um and then also uh wrinkle in time just came out on netflix and honestly i could not finish watching that movie uh, i grew up reading the book so i'm pretty 
biased. I have like very specific ideas in mind about it. Um, I did see it when it was at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival uh, a few years ago, and I thought that was phenomenal. They really kept it strange. It was unnerving, not pretty, made you feel uncomfortable with the big brain thing. Mm -hmm. was, like they hit all the right keys. This movie wanted to be pretty, and they changed so many things. Charles Wallace is adopted. They live in the suburbs. They completely just That's... didn't throw in the twins, like the yeah. good-looking athletic twins that made Meg and Charles Wallace like seem all that more weird and awkward. They don't exist. <laughs> Calvin has a girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Uh, and then like Mrs. Who, Mrs. Witch, Mrs. What's-It, they made them like young and pretty and put glued jewels on their faces and they have like interesting hair which we know that they're like older women dressed in sheets in reality like it just things are so bright there's so much sunshine it's just really awful like it doesn't <laughs> fit with like this kind of realism that the book had and uh yeah i didn't like it, it just ugh. It was it was driving me crazy i had to stop i was like i i kind of hate this rendition i'm glad i didn't see it <laughs> you might like it that was just my personal i don't think i will opinion you know that i like things that verge on like like creepy and are a little gritty like i get mad mm -hmm. when things are too clean oh yeah like mm -hmm. um when they released like the star wars like one in 99 or 2000 mm -hmm. i'm like these are too clean yeah like they're people need to be more dirty <laughs> not that i want to see dirty people but just in that no. world it's... yeah i mean it's like a dust planet yeah, yeah they should they're gonna be gritty um, I agree. So in Guardians of the Galaxy, they played some of Jackson 5. They didn't play this particular song, but I felt it fit. Um, so it's Jackson 5, Who's Loving You? Because I want to be like, who is loving you, movie? Not me. <laughs> I don't love you. So there you go. Hey, Bobby. Is it my turn? You, ne you need to turn on that fourth mic, though. Oh, see? Oh, hey. There, there she, she is. is. Now you can hear me. Yay. I feel like Bobby doesn't see movies that he doesn't like. Like, I feel like it's he likes true. so many more movies than I do. It's I read true. so true. many lists of movies to him, and he was like, ah, but I kind of liked that one. And, like, <laughs> it was so bad, it was good. Like, he had such a positive slant, and I was just like, really? You like that? Oh, I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't really, I'm not exposed to as many movies, like new movies, that have come out but so but but most people will agree that a lot of bad movies that have come out have come out you know in like the 90s or the 80s or the 70s but i have this <laughs> pretty much since the history of <laughs> in the history of movies there have been bad ones and the 40s, 40s and 30s, the 20s 40s. <laughs> well if it helps my bad movie is from 2018 baby what nice or yeah. 2017 I, I have no sense of time. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> so Bobby's your target audience. I am never your target audience. <laughs> Unless you're like Jim Henson, then I will probably like you, despite everybody. Okay. So it's my turn, though, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I was trying to think of movies that were just really bad. And again, like my co-hosts <laughs> talked about, I couldn't think of any. But then... I I kind of delve delved deep into my feelings about like my initial feelings that I was the feelings I was left with after watching I mean every movie in my memory 
Um, and the, the most negative feeling that I can remember f- from a movie had to do with um, some, a movie that I watched when I was probably nine years old. And Is it, it The Fly? No. Oh. Mm. No, even that, I'm like, Jeff Goldblum, I mean, he's a good, you know. <laughs> oh, I meant the old black and white one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the movie that <clears throat> so much, many negative feelings are wrapped up in is a movie that my mom introduced me to, you know, when I was a kid, and it is called The Garbage Pail Kids. It is the movie that was based off of, not the not a book, not, you know, not like a, a, a concept um, that kind maybe, of a concept, kind of yeah. It was like based off of tr- trading cards, so it's mm-hmm. it just which were based off of Cabbage Patch Kids, yeah, Cabbage like a parody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just feel like it didn't have, you know, I mean, if you watch the movie, obviously it doesn't have a whole lot of it doesn't hold a lot of water. I mean, it's just like, um. Anyways, my my feelings were so negative, and but I had no, I couldn't remember the plot. To it, all I could remember was the way I felt after I watched was it. Was it because there wasn't one? <laughs> yeah, well, but I actually looked... and your mom was like, "Bobby, you got to see this." Yeah, she acted like it was a rite of passage. Like every kid needs to experience this, and I'll say it right now that you don't have to experience, you know, the garbage pail kids to be <laughs> to, to be a true child, you know, a true kid. <laughs> Thank I did, and I right. feel like I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. So we're it's... a true kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll just roughly, the plot of it is that there's this this trash can that is a spaceship that ends up getting found by this, you know, this antique shop owner that has a lot of oddities, and he's like a magician also. And okay, and so at the same time that this this trash can that is a spaceship. Um, gets found there's also this there's a kid who's being severely bullied and they're at one point um, and then so he discovers this oddity shop um, and then soon after he's found by these bullies and they like take him down into oh and he knocks they find him in the antique shop and then he knocks over the trash can and like green ooze starts coming out and so and then they these bullies they drag him out of the antique shop they take him down into the sewer and then they they like chain him to oh. these are horrible bullies How old are these kids? Ah, uh, maybe middle school. I don't. Oh. Also the I dedication was like 9 year olds but middle schoolers sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. <laughs> they're capable. This sounds like something they they would be capable For of. For sure. Yeah, so they so they drag him down into the sewer and then right as they're about to do something, I don't know what something worse what what would be worse than being chained to a sewage pipe in the sewer um the uh, garbage pail kids they come out and they save the day and they are so ugly and disgusting and um the rest of the movie uh they kind of improve the kid's life because he has a crush on this girl who sells fashion like clothes she makes at a nightclub so I, she's a kid and, and you know was able to kind of break into that you know that kind of scene and then um the garbage pail kids they start making clothes too and they give them to the boy and then the boy like kind of earns her respect because they actually are really good at making clothes 
<laughs> they sing a horrible song about how they work together to get things done. Um, so there's there, you could tell the writer was trying to like work a moral of the story into it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's very it like what's on the inside that counts. Maybe no, I don't think I don't think even that. I I really oh. don't think even that. It's it doesn't matter how gross you are, you can still do fashion. Um, they have a fashion show. And, um, yeah, people there, they, uh, include, um, it's just, it's all very bad. It's, it's just a really bad movie. Um, and it will leave you feeling empty and disgusting (laughs) and like you have no future, which is the feelings that I remember feeling after I watched it. Um, so, (laughs) but I recovered from it. I mean, time heals all wounds. I came back from that. I went on to live, you know, a very happy life, have the love of a, you know, really wonderful woman, um, children. I mean, I kind of like turned it all around. So you can watch a movie that makes you feel horrible and it doesn't have to define who you are. You can turn it around (laughs) and let my example show you that that's possible. Um, So... Let's see. That was so inspirational. Thank you. Um, I I lost the song that I was going to oh, play. Oh, what song? Um, it's by Pearl Jam, and it's called Alive. Okay. Because you know these garbage pail kids, they only they only existed on printed paper in the shape of cards, trading cards. Mm-hmm. And this movie showed that you know you can make something. Uh, inanimate like that come alive and it's not always good it's not always good I'm trying so, to think of other movies that had really random I mean there's so many Lego movies yeah I feel like has there been a movie about pogs I, I feel like oh maybe. I don't think so I can't see how oh, well, pogs would like help a kid with his bullies well how would your magic kill? <laughs> if you have enough pogs you won't have any bullies oh. <laughs> well there you have it the song stylings of Eddie Vedder and company. Pearl Jam. We are. Oh, sorry. You're my. Okay. What'd you say, Adara? Aren't we kicking it to Emily? Emily, you do okay. what you do. Wow. All right. Uh, I I saw the movie Les Misérables, the 2012 Ooh. adaptation, and I did not like it. And you know me, I love musicals. That Spectre, Inspector Javert fall. Oh my gosh, that I, I can't forgive whoever let that happen. It's all just terrible. Uh, there's Anne Hathaway, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Amanda Seyfried, Eddie Redmayne, Sasha Baron Cohen, some other people, Helena Bonham Carter. She was, um, what's One his name? The Nardiers. The who's? The Nardiers. Oh, the Nardiers. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, um, Aaron Tevit Tevite, who I just can't. I don't know. I really they thought all, I did not. I didn't like any of them. I don't want to see no. them in that movie. I don't want to see their faces that close or hear them singing. Oh, yeah, unprofessionally. Was, yeah. You I mean like, you mean Anne Hathaway with all of her charisma didn't sell that movie? I couldn't handle it. The skeleton of Anne Hathaway. <laughs> didn't like it. Mm. Re- I was just going to say that if you could recast this movie right now, top oh three characters. I just, I want it to be people I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't want to know those people's faces up close. But if it's strangers' faces, I feel like I could deal with it. Like maybe Broadway people that can sing. Uh, I I feel like I can forgive Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe. Like, yeah, if, I can if the, the rest them. of the supporting cast was just different people entirely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think they went for like this is a hot cast versus like these people really embody the role. Yeah. Oh, Cersei wrote wrote. What's her name? Oh, Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, I'd like to see her in it. She was, yeah. I don't know who, but somebody Ethanine, in there. Cosette, Fontaine. I could see her being Cosette. Oh, yeah. Okay, what about oh. this radical idea? Yeah. Les yeah. Miserables played, <laughs> all the characters played by me. <laughs> oh, I stole a bread okay. and I don't know I what to do. To oh, my daughter is tables. <laughs> and I'm working off my debt. Okay, and then the other one is a movie called Flight of the Phoenix. It's a 2004 American survival drama film and a remake of the 1965 film with the same name, both based on a novel... The Flight of the Phoenix by Elliston Trevor or Elston. I don't know if he emphasizes that second E in his name. <laughs> Wait, did you say Elliston Trevor? <laughs> I did. Oh, he's... Um, I've never seen this movie. I never saw the 60s version. I never read the novel. Um, I went into this movie thinking it was a comedy. <laughs> and I <laughs> would that it were. <laughs> was just really hanging on. I feel like almost to the very end, and I was just like, that wasn't funny at all. I mean, Dennis Quaid is in it. He's been in many funny movies. <laughs> Some. Inner yeah. Space. I had high hopes. Anyway, uh, it was a box office failure. So the world agreed with you. They did. Maybe they all thought it was going to be a comedy, too. <laughs> oh, you know, Garbage Pail Kids was a box office failure, too. What? <laughs> so the song I chose is by Phoenix and it's called J Boy because I just really like this song. All right. So, my disappointing movie of the week and just of <laughs> recent <happened>. time <laughs> is I Feel Pretty. Oh. Oh. Who's yeah. in that? We Who's saw in that? that? Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Oh. We saw that together. Except for me, I wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, Bobby was at home taking care of the kids. Break yeah. it down and making sandwiches. I was saying over and over in the mirror, I feel pretty. I feel pretty. I want to hear Adara yeah. say her thing. Um, so I have two main points about this movie, really. And they both depend on the fact that. This movie should be a body positive feminist film. Mm -hmm. And instead, it (laughs) relies upon the idea that Amy Schumer, the main character's confidence, is based on the fact that she is pretty, not based on her accepting her body or on anyone else accepting her body. And the idea that confidence will get you everywhere in life. And if you're someone like Amy Schumer, who, let's be real, is conventionally attractive, like, Mm -hmm. she has an average body Mm -hmm. and solid face, nice hair, does her makeup. Oh, not to mention those hands. Am I right? 
blonde white lady. So yeah. <laughs> she's got all those like, things going for her. She's yeah. doing fine. No one needs to be worried about Amy Schumer. Um, so I think it's just kind of insulting that the entire movie portrays her as this hideously ugly woman because she has like a slightly curvier build and is constantly making fun of her for having the audacity to do normal things as a like eight instead of a ten. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was there wasn't a lot of it didn't send the right message. Like it mm-hmm. I, I think it wanted to, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I yeah. I enjoyed seeing like different sizes of people. Mm-hmm. Although like Amy Schumer is like just a regular sized woman. Um, but still, you don't see that a whole lot. And then, like, what's her name? It had Aidy Bryant, Bryant in it. And <laughs> yeah. I love her. She's so great. Um, Why wasn't she the lead? Yeah. Um, but also, I didn't, like, like you were saying, it, it just wasn't, they were making fun of her. Like, she was the butt of the joke. And mm-hmm. I feel like it maybe, I don't know. It shouldn't have been like that. Yeah. I don't like it. Anyway. Here's a song. It's called Ridiculous Thoughts. It's by the Cranberries. And I don't really have a reason to connect it to this at all. But I like it. So here you go. So you can do it now. Oh, how long have those mic things been on? Is we're like, who's signing off? Oh, oh goodness. I wanted them to hear behind the scenes. We didn't want that. That should be a group decision. Um, so check out kskq.org for info about the station and other shows. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook for updates on the theme, air dates, behind the scene pictures, playlists from the show, and links to show recordings. Just type in Dream Infringement. This also counts for iTunes. We also can find us there for your ease and convenience. We really enjoy everyone's comments and feedback, so please leave us comments and feedback. Please. And compliments. Compliments, yes. All right, that's it. Bye. Bye. Thank you. See you in a hot minute. (laughs) Or a cold minute, you don't know. It's fall. I'm warm. Mm, Just like I like my water. (laughs) Yeah.